Blog Talk Radio. Don't touch me. I'll beat your brains out. I mean, you can take a knee and try a 56-yard field goal. This is not Detroit, man. This is the Super Bowl. Let's get ready to rumble. I'm Sonny Liston. I'm Jack Gypsy. There's no one like me. I'm from Nairclaw. There's no one that can match me. My style is impetuous. My defense is impregnable. And I'm just ferocious. I want your heart. I want to eat his children. Down goes Frazier. Down goes Frazier. I think that the NFL knows what Randy Moss has done with marijuana, and I think the NFL knows what Randy Moss does with marijuana. Playoffs? Don't talk about playoffs. You kidding me? Playoffs? I just hope we can win a game. Good morning, and thank you for joining me. everybody those of you already on facebook live good morning the millions obviously watching around the world live from hollywood california this is tough love i'm alistair conrath hopefully everybody is having a good start to their sunday uh, lots to obviously get to it's week five in the nfl huge game for the vikings uh this is this might be must win situation they lose this game today to the eagles they fall to one three and one um you know with cardinals and the next two weeks it's all is not lost uh but this is a big one uh so get to that in a bit get to in my opinion the biggest game of the week uh which is the jacksonville jaguars at kansas city chiefs the uh unstoppable force versus the immovable object uh that is jacksonville's defense um in Kansas City at Arrowhead, I would give a lot at that game. Um, So we'll get to that. But, obviously, did you see the fight last night? Oh, my God. Allison, good morning, beautiful. Chad, Justin, the rest of you, good morning. That, uh, it's amazing the dynamic of the fight. Uh, and I'm obviously talking about UFC 229, Conor McGregor, Khabib Nurmur- Nurmagomedov. <laughs> I, it's a tough one. But, uh, I mean, the, the card in general was incredible. Um, but obviously the main event was such a great fight, excluding the melee that happened afterwards. Uh, you know, with the, the post-fight and Ka- or, uh, Khabib losing his collective shit and jumping out of the ring and fighting Connor's entourage. Uh, I mean, that was insane. The fight before it uh, with uh, Anthony, Anthony Pettis and Tony Ferguson was in my, I, I'm telling people at the bar, I'm like, this could be fight of the year. And for whatever reason... Pettis' corner stopped it after the second. Um, yeah, I mean, he had a gash. There's no doubt. He had a gash. But Tony up too, 
blood everywhere. Um, and it didn't look, I mean, Pettis was getting beat, don't get me wrong. But it's not like he was, you know, out cold, done, not, not fighting back. He was fighting back. He was doing some stupid moves. Um, but then all of a sudden it ended. So what, what went from fight of the year all of a sudden was a, a bit anticlimactic, um, in my opinion. <laughs> so that, that fight ended with Ferguson winning, and hopefully he's going to fight Khabib or there's a rematch with Connor and Khabib. But, you know, the, the spectacle that was, you know, even before the fight, Connor comes out first, uh, you know, and the Irish crowd is absolutely gonzo. Um, and, you know, Connor and all of his bluster comes out uh, and everything is just, you know, nuts. And then uh, the, I don't know what song Khabib came out to, but um, it wasn't like get you going music. It was almost <laughs> like, I don't know, it was it was soft. Uh, it was soft, soothing music. <laughs> uh, but it was, it, once the bell rang, I, I was super surprised. Obviously, the narrative going into the fight, Connor's going to try and, uh, you know, keep it on the feet. Khabib's going to try and take it to the ground. And that is, you know, what, what was going to happen. And that was, it makes sense. Both are the best at what they do. I was so surprised at... Khabib's stand-up, like his striking ability, I I was taken aback. I really was. I thought, you know, Connor. If I, I told everybody, if it lasts or if it, it stops between the first and round, within those two rounds, Connor wins. If it goes three through five, Khabib wins. Uh, that is what ended up happening. Khabib submitted him rear naked choke in the fourth. Um, but it didn't go fully like I thought it would. Definitely Khabib got him to the ground. The first and second, the first round was kind of back and forth a little bit. And then in the second round, Khabib nailed him and, and put him on the ground, got on top of him. And I'm talking was standing on top of him, throwing haymakers and 80% of them connected and how Connor was able to muster through that and, and fight through and come back and win the third round. It's a testament to who Connor is and, and such a warrior that he is, but he, I thought they were going to stop it. I thought Khabib was beating him so bad when he was on his back that it was just going to be stopped. Like I say, Connor withstood it. And not only did he withstand, he comes back in the third and wins the third round. And then in the fourth, goes to the mat again, like a lot of the match. It was on the ground, and it's insane. I doubt, and I have yet to see any pressers yet, but I doubt Connor's going to give Khabib any pat on the back of, yeah, he's really hard on the ground. He's really hard, but... <clears throat> there was no getting up once Khabib got Connor down. I mean, Khabib is just on top and it's not happening. And so eventually in the fourth, Connor slipped, Khabib locked in the rear naked choke, and that was it. Uh, 
knocked out. Now, that's the killer. So the fight itself was really good. Four rounds of, like, just unbelievable activity and tension and whatnot. And then, after the fight, immediately after the fight, Khabib submits him, stands up, talks shit to him, and then Connor's corner is yelling at Khabib. Khabib takes his mouthpiece, sits at Connor's corner, and then goes, hops the fence, and jumps into the crowd to go after Connor's people. As you can imagine, all hell breaks loose. There's fight outside. And then two dudes jump into the ring, hop the fence, and start beating Connor. Like, obviously, two of Khabib's dudes. Jump the fence and go into the ring and start beating Connor for like a, a five seconds. It wasn't anything, you know, nutso, but it went loco. And I, I, I'm pretty positive Khabib's going to go to jail. <laughs> and mm, supposedly they were withholding his check last night. I mean, it got, it got bad. It got really, really bad. Um, but, I will say this, Americans' reaction to last night is all because our society is, in my opinion, and I've said this before, it's nothing new, I feel like we are becoming soft. The Russians and Ireland, not so much. Ireland, the the Irish have so much pride. It's admirable. I mean, obviously, there's a hooligan mentality when it comes to it, but they have such a love and pride for Ireland. It's insane. You couple that with the Russians and how, like, you know, I mean, it's the Russians. They don't... they're not soft. Let's just put it that way. They're, you know, and so you get those two together. Not like it's almost like gang mentality, like mafia mentality. There, there's a fight that happened last night, but it's way bigger than that. Americans are like, I can't believe he would do that after the fight and all this type of stuff happened. But this is again bigger than what happened last night, bigger than the fight, the lead-up with Connor throwing the chair <clears throat> in through the glass, you know, and, and breaking the glass on the bus and people getting hurt, fights being canceled at that, at that UFC. Before that, Khabib confronting uh, uh, Lebdev, whatever the hell that dude's name is, uh, and uh, that is why Connor and everybody came from Ireland on a private jet to confront Khabib and his team. Like it's a, it is a mob gang mentality that they fought last night in the ring, but this was real buildup in the sense that they don't like each other. Their teams don't like each other. And it's a, it's a real respect thing. Like, Americans look at it as, oh, my God, I can't believe that happened. And those, those guys, even today, are like, this isn't over. This isn't over. Khabib, Khabib kicked the shit out of Khabib last night. 
in the ring. He dominated. Connor won the third round, but aside from that, he got dominated. And it was it was amazing to watch Khabib be so well-rounded. Granted, he is relentless, relentless when it comes to the ground game. I mean, there is no getting up. They call it chain wrestling, where once you shoot in for a leg or something, like a lot of people, if they don't get it, they quit. Khabib just, it's chain. You continue move after move after move. Just like there's combinations in boxing, that is what chain wrestling is. And Khabib is the best on the planet at doing it. And he is relentless. And once he gets on top of you, it's over. Again, I was more impressed. We knew he could do that. I was more impressed with his stand-up game. He stood for periods at a time trading arguably the best striker in UFC in Conor McGregor. That was what was so amazing to me is Khabib stood his own on his feet. We all knew Conor didn't stand a chance if it got to the ground, and Khabib proved that. But for Khabib to, to do well on his feet and not get knocked the fuck out, that's, that was shocking. He actually, in my opinion, won on the feet. It was, it was incredible. Ha, oh, wow. Uh, where's my green screen? It's uh, right there. I, I turned it around. I have such, if you could, I'm not even going to show it because I'm so embarrassed as to the setup that I have right now. I'm trying to get that little piece right there, just the desk and the jersey that I've had since I was five, four years old, something like that, which it fits my friend Ashley just perfect. It's pretty funny. Um, but that's all I want. And I, I don't know how to, like, zoom in close enough. Trust me. I am not the AV audio visual video dude. I'm not. I'll figure it out. I promise you I will figure it out hopefully by next week. And it will just be me in front of that desk and the jersey up top. And hopefully that's it. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to figure it out. Anyway, uh, so that was a fight. I would love to see a rematch. I, I would love to see a rematch. I don't necessarily know if it would be any different. That's the problem. Um, I'm more intrigued as to see what happens with these two clans outside of the ring. I think that's the most fascinating part. I, the fight last night was a microcosm of what this is. They, they do not like each other, not just Connor and Khabib. Their people don't like each other. Uh, so I'm so intrigued to see what happens from here on out. Khabib might be in jail right now. I don't know if he's in jail right now or not. Um, but it, it is uh, me too, Lee. Lee just said he can't wait to see what happens next too. I, I don't know if he's in jail yet or not. It's the same thing with like Connor in New York when he threw the chair through the bus window. You know, he didn't. I don't think he immediately went to jail. I think he might have went to booking. He got, you know, posted bail, went to court, blah, blah, blah. I have a feeling that is going to be what happens with Khabib. You cannot hop a fence, go into civilian crowd, and just start beating the shit out of people without assault charges, certain consequences to come from. But, like I say, 
the fight itself was a microcosm. There's more shit that's going to go down, and I can't wait to see what becomes of it. As for fights, I'd love to see Khabib versus Tony Ferguson. Tony Ferguson is just nuts. He's so good. Max Holloway is another dude who'd be fun to see. Tyron Woodley, if Khabib wanted to go up in weight, that would be the greatest wrestling match there could possibly be. Tyron Woodley's arguably the best. Khabib is arguably the best. They're one weight division apart. I don't know if they can do a catch weight in UFC or if it's ever been done, but that would be incredible to see Tyron Woodley, who everybody wrote off, when he uh, faced uh, Darren Till and schooled Till and, uh, you know, versus Khabib, that would be epic. So really, really, you know, Dana White said it was a, a bad look for UFC last night. There couldn't have been anything better for the UFC than to have what happened last night. It was perfect for them. Uh, you know, like this is going to drum up the biggest hoopla that the sport has ever seen. Media is salivating, just talking about it. What's going to happen next? There's so much good. It's a black eye that much, but it's not, uh, you know, that was a great thing for the UFC last night. Um, Okay, moving on. Week five, the second quarter of the season begins today. Actually, it began Thursday with the Patriots ass whooping of the Colts. Speaking of which, real quick, and this is, I mentioned it last week. I love how everybody always writes off the Patriots, right? And I know everybody loves the Patriots, but they just got Edelman back. They've got Gordon, who's getting more acclimated, Gronk, Hogan, the running backs, Michelle, over 100 yards again, and uh, James White. They have, they're the Patriots and they're going to be fine. And in fact, I think they are going to steamroll from here on out up until they face a squad like Jacksonville, somebody with a defense who can actually match up, get to the quarterback, possibly frustrate Brady. Uh, I mean, that's the only way. Otherwise, Brady's just going to sit back and be like, oh, look at all these people I have to throw to. You know, it wasn't like that two weeks ago, granted, but now everybody's back. And it's the same old Patriots. Uh, and, uh, you know, it's, it's the same old Patriots. Uh, as for your Minnesota Vikings, that is a Chuck Foreman shirt right there somewhere. This is, this is uh, you know, I mean, there's a part of me that doesn't even want to watch today's game against the Eagles. Obviously, it is where the massacre took place in the NFC Championship game between the Vikings and the Eagles last year, a 38 to seven drilling um, by the Eagles after the Vikings went up seven nuts. And then the pick six that Keenum threw and the game spiraled out of control. So the Vikings stand at one, two and one slowly falling apart. The Vikings have two guys, two defensive ends, that are active today on the team. Everson Griffin, obviously, is dealing with some mental issues. He's out. Tayshawn Barwer is out. They had to call some guy up from the practice squad. Uh, I mean, things are, are not looking great. Trey Wayne, 
Bryce's out at corner, which I could not be more happy about. He's got a concussion. Hopefully that lasts the rest of his career and he never plays again. And not not wishing death on the guy. I just hope he never plays in a Vikings uniform again. That's all. Uh, with that said, Mike Hughes, first round pick, hopefully will get to the will take Trey Wayne's spot on the outside. Um, I'm assuming Xavier Rhodes will cover Elshon Jeffrey. And Mike Hughes will get whoever's on the other side. Mackenzie Alexander will be the nickel. Um, Hopefully, Anthony Barr won't be covering anybody uh, because he will get roasted like he did uh, last week against the Rams. Uh, And I just, I don't know. Offensively, our offensive line has given up. Think about this. The Vikings have given up 25 more pressures on the quarterback than the next closest team. I mean, think about that. The offensive line is in shambles. The running game sucks. Delvin, we're four games in. Delvin Cook doesn't have 100 yards rushing yet, sitting at 98. Um, I mean, passing, passing game's great. It's great. Thielen and Diggs are, are rocking. Thielen uh, is the first person since Randy Moss in 07 to have 100 yards in each of his first four games. So that's good. Diggs obviously is great. The passing game is fine, except Kirk Cousins getting lambasted every time he drops back. Um, I just say, you know, Carson Wentz is back. Their defense is pretty legit. I don't know. Uh, you know. I mean, Philly had a tough loss last week against Tennessee. And so, who knows? Who knows? Maybe I, if it was in Minnesota, I'd feel better about it. But quite honestly, Buffalo was in Minnesota and beat the shit out of the Vikings. Uh, you know, I just, starting at the beginning of, of training camp with Sperano dying, the offensive line coach, um, you know, and now Everson Griffin, Griffin having mental issues, the offensive line dropping like flies, injuries. It's hard to be optimistic. I'm sorry. You know, like I'm, I'm the realist. I've said this forever, and this is tough love. I just don't see rosy pastures for the Vikings. I just don't see it. Uh, Justin says 31-17 Eagles. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I could see something like that. I mean, think about the defense real quick. The defense for the Vikings has been absolute garbage. The defense, number one in the league last year. I think they're 23rd right now. I mean, at least says we got to run the ball. Absolutely. Yeah, take some pressure off Kirk. I, you know, I mean, the thing about the Vikings is, their offensive line is set up to run the football. They're not the best pass-blocking offensive line. I still question Remmers moving to guard. Why would you sign a, a, right tackle, a career right tackle who's decent at the position, pay him a lot of money, and then move him to right guard, a position he's never played? Jason, I did talk about the fight. The first 15 minutes, dude, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. But that's, a, you know, that's something that mystifies me. I understand everybody thinks offensive linemen are interchangeable. You know, but this guy has played right tackle his whole career. 
Why are you going to put him in right card? Like, he's, you know, just so you could put Rashad Hill at right tackle, who's not that good. There's a lot of things that I think people take for granted in NFL. Kicker, obviously. Vikings learned the hard way already this year what a kicker means, right? And, And offensive linemen. I truly believe, you know, aside from the greats, they're just, oh, no, you can yeah, just slide over to center. You know, no, no, just move over to tackle. Move over a guy. It's like, this isn't easy to do. It's, it's just not easy to do. And I think the Vikings are really playing with fire and, and doing something that isn't necessarily smart. Um, it's hard for me right now to be positive for the Vikings, as you can tell. Um, you know, I don't see us winning in Philadelphia. Like I mentioned earlier at the top, you know, the, the only silver lining that the Vikings have right now is that they've got Arizona and then Detroit to follow. So we'll do Jason. Absolutely. Love you back. You know, that's the only thing that they have going. If they go one, three and one today, hopefully, you know, because I can't, Buffalo out of my mind I as as much as I should move on I can't get that out of my head you know so to think like oh we got Arizona and then we got Detroit we should win those two games and you know I mean if we lose today we'll be three three and one you know everybody pump the brakes it'll be all right it's like you can't guarantee that what if Josh Rosen has a great game Josh Allen torched the Vikings rookie in Minnesota just killed us who's saying Josh Rosen can't do the same you know and then Matt Stafford he's a good quarterback I mean the wheels I I think I mentioned it last week this is very much like an acid trip the Vikings are on right now like they are teetering on the brink of falling off the precipice and really having a bad trip and it really close they lose today they go and limp in to that Arizona game there's no guaranteeing a win over Arizona I could see David Johnson lighting the Vikings defense up I could see Josh Rosen and Larry Fitzgerald connecting lighting the defense up this isn't you know I mean I think NFL the parody is beautiful right and every year season to season it's different. And just like 09, when Favre came and, it, you know, we went to the NFC Championship game and it was insane, the next year, Vikings brought everybody back and ended up going 6-10. and 10. Favre gets knocked out, retires. Like, the wheels can fall off quick. And it, it unfortunately feels like that's happening right now. I hope it doesn't. You got obviously, I hope it doesn't. I'm a Vikings fan. I'm a fan. I'm also a realist. I should change the name of this show to the sports realist. That's what I should do. Or the rub, the, the sports rub. Um, I, you know, it's just, what do you do? Uh, I got about two and a half minutes left, three minutes left. I want to touch real quick on the game of the week. Jags, Chiefs. This is like for a football fan because everybody loves the Chiefs 
right? Everybody loves the Chiefs. Patrick Mahomes is unstoppable. Keep in mind, if, if that hook and ladder worked last week for Denver, Kansas City would be 3-1. and one. Everybody, everybody would have been talking about, oh, Denver got just enough pressure to, to disrupt Mahomes. Da, da. Being that Mahomes won and that hook and ladder didn't work, Everybody's talking about, oh, Mahomes, you know, he's still this golden child. They have yet to see a defense like Jacksonville. And at every level, Jacksonville is lights out. And I, I mean, we're talking, this is going to be, I mean, just amazing. <laughs> Blaine watching this man, he's acid trip. Good to hear from you, Blaine. I love it. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. But anyway, um, I feel like, you know, only because it's an arrowhead, the Chiefs are, are probably going to pull it out. I don't know. I mean, seriously, this is just the, the, the greatest offense, greatest defense as it sits right now. I couldn't be more excited. I, I, I'm more excited to watch this way more than I am to watch the Vikings and Eagles way more. Um, both games are not local here either, which pisses me off because I have to bar or pirate it uh, on Cody, which I have no issue doing. I just don't know if it's going to, like, come through or not. Um, but either way, I'm excited. My boy Malik Jackson hopefully will disrupt uh, the Kansas City offense. I want Jacksonville to win. You guys know me. I'm a defensive guy. I want Jacksonville to win. Um, Ten seconds. I love you guys. Have a great Sunday, fun day. Drive fast. Take chances. Tough love is out. I'll see you on Tuesday night for the uh, recap. See you.